and welcome to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and we're going to be discussing some of the hottest, controversial, and in many cases considered taboo topics. We cover every issue you've ever considered, and several you haven't even thought of, from the unique perspective of a conservative atheist. Enjoy! And welcome back to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and I'm joined by my co-host, Samuel, from Liechtenstein. Hello, guys. Don't ask me about it. Yeah, don't ask about Liechtenstein. (laughs) He lives there, but he lives in a very special part of Liechtenstein. So, we are going to talk about fake hate crimes today. There's tons and tons and tons of of fake hate crimes that go on. Uh, it's estimated that at least one third of of so-called hate crimes are hoaxes, are fake, and so that's a big, big problem. It, it eats up, uh, it eats up all sorts. It causes all sorts of problems. It eats up um, resources uh, from the, the law enforcement. It it clogs the courts. It does all sorts of things, and we'll go over some famous cases. Let me just start out by the first one that I'm aware of that came to my mind and that I'm, you know, I was really in focus on um, when I was younger. It was the Tawana Brawley case. Tawana Brawley. And uh, Tawana Brawley, uh, her rape allegations, Tawana Brawley, an African-American teenager, was found in a trash bag covered in feces after being missing from her home in uh Wapingers Falls, New York. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Wapingers. For four days, she claimed that she had been abducted and raped by four white men, and her legal team subsequently claimed that the authorities were pro- protecting the assailants because they were white, sparking a debate about systematic racism in New York. A grand jury later uh, concluded that Brawley had fabricated her story and that uh, had deliberately set things up. um, You know, let me fix my, there we go. uh, Things up to make it look like uh, she had been assaulted. Brawley's legal team, Al Sharpton, big surprise, Al Sharpton, Alton Maddox, and Vernon Mason, were accused of having exploited the story to trigger racial outrage and advance their careers. And one of the men accused successfully sued Brawley, Sharpton, Maddox, and Mason for defamation. So this was big back in the 80s. It happened in like, uh, was it 1987? 1987, um, I think the summer of 87. So, you know, Tawana Brawley, again, she was a teenager and she, you know, they, they, she had graffiti on her, people had written on her. She said she had been spit on, that they gang raped her, that they, they called her, you know, all sorts of uh, racial, uh, you know, derogatory names. None of it had been true. It was all just a big sham and a lie. And uh, Al Sharpton got involved, of course, and Al Sharpton promoted this and to promote his own career, as he always does. 
And uh, it was absolutely disgusting at the time. I mean, the, the story got more and more outrageous. She was trying to say that it was a, uh, a district attorney, uh, a police officer. I mean, it was almost like the, you know, the, almost like she was raped by the village people. There was one of one of everybody in there. <laughs> That's funny. It was so goddamn ridiculous. Okay, go go ahead. What, what were you going to say, um, Samuel? Uh, yeah, no, you know when you said this, this uh, the statistics of one of third, I actually thought it would be higher than that. I, I think it probably is. That's a that's a that's a guess. Hmm. They're guessing. I think it's much higher than one and third. I'd be surprised if it was not more than it was fifty percent or more. Well, the one the one that I know of is uh, the infamous Jesse Smollett or Jesse Smollett. How do you pronounce it? Smollett. 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 Yeah. So that that was an obvious hoax, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, that's yeah, so... the one that I that I know of when it comes to. Uh, hate crimes against black people that that are uh, fabricated but uh, the one i want to focus on is uh, a big one that happened last year and it was from the islamic community um shocker shocker i always talk about islam but this time at least it does have to do with the, this uh, this theme so what happened was there was a Tons of uh, people, not tons of people, but there were three or four people who got murdered uh, in one specific area. Uh, yes, it, I, I think it was Albuquerque. Um, it was the same town as Breaking Bad. It's Albuquerque. Yeah, right? yeah. it's Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. So, CARE, uh, the Central American. Islamic relation center of uh, American Islamic relations. Uh, they they went out and talked about how this is white supremacy, Islamophobia, how white America um, should apologize and all that. And even Joe Biden went out and 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 said that he condemns these attacks and the the perpetrators must face justice. And this is uh, very unfortunate and how Islamophobia is spread and all that. And as I was looking at this case, me and a friend of mine, we were looking at it. We saw the names, and we thought to ourselves, "These are all Shia names, right? What if the perpetrator is Sunni, and this is all about Sunni versus Shia?" Now, guess who they arrested? <laughs> <laughs> who did they arrest? Yeah, there was a Sunni guy. Of course. Yeah, this this was Muslim on Muslim violence, or if you want to say that, right? It was a, because there is a thing going on in the Islamic world. I I do believe the the guy was also from Pakistan, and there's a big thing going on between Shia versus the Sunnis, or Sunnis versus the Shias. And they absolutely despise each other. They hate each other. When they talk to each other, they call themselves like evil Jews. Uh, the the worst of the creature kind, they're the one who's going to descend to uh, descend mankind to hell, etc. It, it, it's crazy. Like, the way they talk to each other, it's full of hatred. So, four people dead. All of them were from the Shia sect of Islam. Yeah. And, the, and the guy who killed him was uh, a Sunni Muslim. Yeah, I do remember this story. I'm not, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't fully remember it, but I do remember it happening. Yeah. 
And the funny thing about it is afterwards, CARE, of course, did not uh, withdraw your accusations against Islamophobia and saying, oh, of course America. not. And Joe Biden never withdraw anything. They just swept it under the rug. Sure. Like, no. Actually, they, they added to it. Not only that, but they added to it and say, said that this would never happen if um, if people would take the the Muslim issue of America more seriously and would be intertwined with uh, American society. Then if they were equal, then it wouldn't take four people to get killed before people care. Right. It's absolutely not absolute nonsense. Yeah, they're they're gonna twist it around to being everybody else's fault besides their own. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was uh, Muslim on Muslim conflict. It was part of part of the, the sectarian conflict. Yet uh, they're going to say that it still has something to do with us. But I got to say this: I am I I do think that behind the scenes, that whoever investigated from uh, law enforcement on that crime, on those yeah. crimes, have to know the real truth behind it. And, and I I do believe that they know exactly what's going on, and they are very well aware of the Sunni versus Shia problem within the Muslim community and therefore they could arrest the guy quite easily and uh, and not go on a wild chase on some perpetrator that because <laughs> right. it could happen right if you listen to Kier, yeah, of course. Be like yeah uh, they, it's a white guy they would be just all all over the American uh, uh, all the, over the American states looking for a serial killer serial killer that that want to kill muslims uh, oh if if it, if it had been a white guy we would never have heard the end of it that is true that is true the the, the fact that it, the, the reason why it was brushed under the rug and it stopped being talked about is because there was nowhere there was no liberal lefty you know direction to take it yeah. <laughs> they yeah, could yeah, make yeah. excuses and say well it took four people to die for anybody to care and all this other bullshit but the fact is, is that you know, the, their legs were cut out from under when they found out that it was just Muslims killing Muslims. Yeah, yeah. No, what I'm trying to say is that law enforcement did a good job here. They they didn't fall for the trick of going after right. a ghost. Yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, so that that was my take for your for your list. So, uh, go so ahead. The, yeah, the the next one is Sef S E F Gonzalez. So in 2001, after killing his family, Seth Gonzalez disposed of the murder weapons and the, cl- and the clothing and the size, size 7 running shoes he was wearing at the time of the murders. He showered, changed clothes, and spray-painted the words, fuck off Asians, <laughs> on a wall in the house in, a, in an attempt to fool investigating police into believing that his family had been the victims of a hate crime. News, uh, news stories in Australia and the Philippines at the time reported that police were still establishing a motive for the killings and focused mostly on slain Teddy Gonzalez past business dealings. So he murdered, he murdered his own family. And this is, this is obviously in Australia. He moved, he murdered his own family or maybe it was in the United States, but either way he murdered his own family and then, uh, you know, drew things on the wall like fuck off Asians and all this other stuff to try to make it look like it was somebody else. So he was a Filipino, but he, he murdered his own family. So, again, trying to blame it on anybody but themselves, 
he murdered his own family and he says, oh, it's a hate crime. And, you know, some, trying to send the police in the wrong direction, trying to get away with his own crime. Hmm. First, first of all, what kind of person murders their own family? Jesus Christ. I mean, I've had issues with my family before. I never wanted to murder everybody. So the, 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 the second one is the, the, the infamous Duke lacrosse case. I'm sure you've heard of this before. Actually, uh, no. No, you've never heard of the Duke lacrosse case. Okay, so the Duke lacrosse case was a criminal investigation in, into a 2006 false allegation of rape made against three members of the men's lacrosse team at Duke University in Durham, North Carolina, by Crystal Mangum, M-A-N-G-U-M. Uh, on African Americans, an African American student at North uh, Carolina Central University, who worked at, as a stripper, dancer, and escort, many people involved or commenting in the case, conclu conclu including Durham prosecutor Mike Nifong, who he was, he was, you know, he was taken out of office, who was later disbarred. Yeah, he he lost his law license over this called or suggested that the alleged assault was a hate crime. So what she said was, basically, here's what happened. She went to a party as one of the strippers. First of all, I'd never have been in that situation because her ass would have been stopped at the door. That would have been like, nope, 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 nope. This is not one of the strippers I want. But anyway, she shows up and she goes in and she does her little strip tease thing for everybody. And later on, she says that they, that they, I guess she didn't like the amount of tips that they were giving her. And uh, so she claimed that they gang raped her in the bathroom. Mm. And the prosecutor went on television saying that they gang raped her in the bathroom and mm. smearing their names, did all sorts of, uh, you know, unethical uh, and uh, illegal things to, to promote the case. And uh, it was found out that she was just lying. She just made the whole shit up. And um, Mike Nifong uh, actually lost his law license. and was He's no longer district attorney there. And so he, he can't be an attorney anywhere, period, ever again. But is that because he knew she was lying and she, he still... Yes. All right. Because there is like a code, you know, that you're not yes, supposed to... Uh, you're not supposed to question... Uh, your uh, the, the what do you call it the, the one you represent um well he's not representing her he's a he's a prosecutor he doesn't represent anybody when you're a prosecutor you you you, uh, you prosecute crimes you don't you don't represent the the victim and you don't represent the defendant you represent the state true but you have to go by the words of the victim, right? But there has to be some proof. And you can't you can't falsify evidence. So so he falsified evidence. Falsified evidence. He let he let things leak out of the the prosecutor's office that he wasn't supposed to. He did all sorts of unethical things. Hmm. And so he'll never be an attorney again the rest of his life. Which is, you know but, but, but you talked about it quite a lot. Um But O.J. Simpson, the O.J. Simpson case. So it's kind of odd how the lawyers of that one didn't lose their license at all. Um. Well, because it was a different situation. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't come right out and lie. 
There, there's mm-hmm. certain rules that the prosecutor has to follow that the, that the, that the defense attorneys don't have to follow. Hmm. Yeah. I see. All right. Yeah, there's certain standards that the, the prosecutors are, are uh, legally obligated to follow that the defense attorneys just don't have to follow. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that was a big. I'm I'm surprised you didn't heard that. It was kind of an international thing. Yeah. Okay, so number four, State University of New York at Albany bus attack to hoax. This was also another big one back in 2016. In January 2016, two black and one Hispanic female University at Albany Sunny uh, students, Alex, Alexis Br- uh, Briggs. Asha Burnwell, or Burwell, and Ariel Agudo, that's a Spanish name, I'm probably saying that wrong, gained national attention when they accused 10 to 12 white men and women of harassment and, and uh, assault and that racial slurs were used by the perpetrators while riding a public CDTA bus. Hillary Clinton tweeted her support for them, asserting there's no excuse for racism and violence on a college campus. Uh, the, the three were eventually indicted by a grand jury and arraigned for 10 misdemeanor charges, including assault, attempted assault, and false reporting, along with a violation of harassment. Furthermore, the university expelled Aguida, I'm probably saying her, her name wrong, and Burwell, and suspended Briggs for two years. Uh, Guida and Burwell faced up to two years in, in jail for false reporting conviction, uh, but were sentenced to three years probation, 200 hours of community service, and a $1,000 fine. And uh, when they were uh, found guilty of two charges out of the original 11, Briggs accepted a plea deal from the district attorney's office of the community service in exchange for a public apology. Now, the reason why that these girls were found out lying, what they didn't realize is that the bus had security cameras. And so when these girls made these stories up about, you know, 12 or 13 white men and white women attacking them, you look at the security cameras and it's actually them attacking them. It's actually the three girls attacking the other passengers. Mm. But they went and they tried to say that that uh, these these people were calling them, you know, racial slurs. No, none of that was happening. None of that was happening. All all it, it recorded sound, audio, and video. So all the things that they said, all the racist things that they said, that was. And of course, even though they were saying racist things when they were attacking these white people, they didn't get charged with a hate crime. They had several charges, and it was it was plead pled down to basically almost nothing. So it's okay to be racist. It's okay to be violent. It's okay to commit hate crimes if you're black. Is basically the bottom line. You get a free pass. And they don't just do that to the white people. They do it to Hispanic people. They do it to Asian people. And it's just seen as not a big deal. It's a hell of a big deal. It happens a lot. And they're almost, and almost never held accountable for it. So a Muslim instance here. That you're gonna like hear it pretty soon here. Okay. Oh, I think this. Well, is... I I I'm listening to these uh, these others as well. I think they are fascinating. Um, I had no idea there's 
it was so I, I guess disgusting disgustingly uh, prominent and also you know when you talked about Hillary Clinton don't these politicians ever investigate what they what the fuck they're gonna say like about these things oh of course not do they just is this just like people going around and saying hey you you have to condemn this hey what what about this what about that what about this no crime? no here's what they see they see this this these people are black these people are white obviously the black people are right mm. and it almost never turns out that way but why why not just shut up and <laughs> <laughs> Wait and, for the facts and, 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 and save yourself. Yeah, yourself yeah, well, yeah. Wait, at least wait for some of the facts. The the left never waits for facts. They're all they always jump to a conclusion immediately without knowing any facts at all, or just a just a few you know rough facts. They don't know anything of the specifics of the case. They just automatically assume the side, and they always assume that the white people are wrong. They always assume that the police are wrong. They always assume that the non-Muslim is wrong. Always. Okay, so the next one, you're going to like this one. Yasmin Saweed, Trump fan, subway harassment. During December 2016, an 18-year-old Yasmin Saweed claimed that a group of white men approached her on a New York subway, uh, city uh, subway. Uh, I'm sorry, her on a New York City subway and stated Donald Trump you know, with an exclamation point, Donald Trump, fucking terrorist, get out of this country. You don't belong here. <laughs> terrorist, get out of this country. <laughs> she also claimed one of the men grabbed her bag and broke the strap. So we later ad- admitted that she lied ad- about the incident because she did not want her strict father to find out that she was out past her curfew uh, drinking alcohol. Yeah. So we was arrested and pled guilty false reporting on incident and incident and disorderly conduct. <laughs> I, I heard about this one. Actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> so supposedly three white guys walked up to her in the subway and just started screaming, you know, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, and trying to snatch her, you know, bag and get out of my country and all this other bullshit. And, and, yeah, um, yeah, it was the MAGA hats attacking yeah. the poor Muslim girl. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, just, yeah. it was another Jesse Smollett situation. Yeah, and it, it just never happened. It never fucking happened. She just didn't want her father, her strict Muslim father, to be pissed off because she was out past her curfew drinking alcohol and probably fucking some guy. But so, <laughs> poor little Muslim girl. I'm surprised she didn't add it. They ripped her burqa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know there's been I know there's been uh, false allegations like that, but I I couldn't find it. But I know there's been some false allegations of people snatching burqas off heads, and that's just not true. So, Concord Fortress of Hope arson attack in October. Well, in October of 2017, a predominantly black Concord Fortress of Hope church in Kansas City was set on fire with racist graffiti referencing the, the Ku Klux Klan, KKK, found at the scene. However, a black church employee named Nathaniel Nelson eventually admitted to, sh- to starting the fire to cover up the theft of money from the church's cultural center 
before writing the graffiti on <laughs> before writing the graffiti to throw suspicious on suspicion onto white supremacists. Nelson pleaded guilty to arson in 2018. So he stole money from the church from the donations, and then he 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 set the church on fire to cover up his theft. And he wrote KKK and all this other stuff on the walls to get the the, the police after the to to be hunting for these white supremacists. That gives me an idea, you know, like if I if I just go around and paint graffiti and, and like write Allahu Akbar, I think right. I believe the Muslims doing that. <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently Jesus Christ so burn your own fucking church down after robbing your church and then uh, and then saying that some white supremacist did it I remember one time there was there was this uh, protest and they were there was supposed Klansmen showed up they had the full you know Ku Klux Klan outfit on and uh, they held their signs up KKK but what these dumb motherfuckers didn't think about was is that their hands didn't have gloves on. You could see their black hands. These were black people pretending to be KKK. Amazing. Amazing. Too, too, so fucking stupid. All right. So next one is Sharita Dixon. I'm sure that's going to be a good one. Cole uh, rape hoax. In May 2018, Sharita Dixon Cole a black human resources professional accused a white Texas state trooper of kidnapping and sexually assaulting her during a DUI arrest. The story got international attention and was amplified by tweets and articles made by civil rights activist Sean King. Sean King is a white guy that pretends to be a black guy. He is not. He's not, he says he's half black. He, th he thinks he's half black. He says he thinks he's half black because his mother was kind of a whore. And uh, and she he thinks that uh, his father isn't his real father. Um, he's as white as you get. They show little pictures of him as a little kid. He's he's glow in the dark white. But civil rights activist Sean King, who published the officer's name, the trooper arrested Dixon Cole for drunk driving, during which she claimed that he pulled her into a uh, an alley and forced himself on her. The Texas Department of Public Safety released two hours of body camera footage. The entire arrest proving that there was no assault. No assault. Dixon's attorney uh, published a statement admitting that the charges were false and apologizing to the officer. However, while Sean King wrote an article admitting that there that he was he was lied, he'd lied and uh, the charges were false. No apologies were made. So Sean King never took back his. You know, you were saying that. Uh, oh, um, after they found out it was Muslim on Muslim violence. And that uh, you know nobody, including uh, including uh, Biden, said anything about taking taking the statements back. That's the case with this. Sean King made all these bullshit statements, gave out these people's addresses, or gave out this guy's address, and uh, come to find out it, it, none of it was true. And I mean, thank God for body camera footage, but none of it was true. In the past, somebody makes an allegation like that; it's your word against theirs. But yeah. with the body camera footage and with the uh, with the with the you know with the video cameras and the and the squad cars, and now they've even got a gun camera, where it actually sees down the barrel of the gun. We know every step by step thing that happens, and so people that make up lies, whether it's the police officer or the criminal, um, you got all the facts right there on the camera. E even that can be twisted sometimes, but at least you have the, the video evidence. Yeah. 
So imagine being a cop and you arrest somebody for a DUI and all of a sudden they're trying to say that you uh, you raped them. And then some ja- some jackass that's listened to by uh, hundreds of thousands of other jackasses says you raped them as well. Well, isn't that the problem? That before facts comes comes up, people are very quick to pass judgment. Of course. Just spreading this hoax and then before you know it, it's a shitstorm. Some hoaxes can't be can't be overturned. Yeah. They can, they can't be dispelled. It's like the Michael Brown case with the hands up, don't shoot. He he never had his hands up. He never said don't shoot. The ballistics reports and the eyewitness t- t- statements show that he ran after the cop, that he was attacking the cop, uh, tried to take the cop's gun, fingerprints evidence, blood evidence, everything. And even though it was disproven, you still have people, you know, Black Lives Matter was created because of the Michael Brown situation. Really? Yep. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Black Lives Matter came out of my, the Michael Brown incident, and yet the whole incident was bullshit. It made it made three three uh, ugly uh, black lesbians uh, millionaires. So <laughs> I guess that's the main thing. Happy Black History Month! Happy Black everybody. History Month, everybody! <laughs> I guess that's the main thing. It achieved that. Oh man, yeah. I don't know what to say. Um, I would say conservative atheist is always right, but I think it's too early to say that. It's never too early to say that. <laughs> it's never too early or too late. Okay. All right. So the next one, Smith College case in 2018. Wow, I'm not even. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Umau Kanoti, O U M O U. K-N-O-U-T-E. However you pronounce that. Umau Knut? Who the hell knows? A student of Smith College claimed that she was... <laughs> I didn't know it was a she. Claimed that she had been harassed by janitorial staff and campus police while eating her lunch. A private investigation later revealed Kanoti uh, had misrepresented and fabricated certain details about this encounter. So they don't go into a whole lot of details, but basically she said that the, she was harassed and called, you know, racial names. And of course, thank God for eyewitness testimony and video surveillance cameras because nobody said shit to her and she was just sitting there eating her lunch. But supposedly they were harassing and calling her names. Okay, here's the big one. Jesse Smollett hate crime hoax. This is yeah. the recent one and this is the one everybody hears about. So in 2019, Jesse Smollett, an American actor and singer on the on the Fox drama series Empire, made national news for fabricating a racially motivated attack. On January 22nd, a letter arrived at the Chicago studio of Smollett's employer that was addressed to Smollett and depicted a stick figure hanging from a tree with a gun pointing towards it. Uh, it read, Smollett, Jesse, you will die, and MAGA. And and contained a white power. It says powder, but that's got to be a, a typo. White power determined to be Tylenol. Oh, white powder, and determined and uh, contained a white powder determined to be Tylenol on January 29th, 2019. Uh, Smollett 
told police that he was attacked the early morning the early morning of that day the 300 block of east lower north water street in chicago's uh streets streeter streeterville neighborhood of two men by two men and ski mask who called him racial and homophobic slurs and what was initially investigated as a hate crime smollett was indicted on february 20th 2019 for disorderly conduct consisting of paying two Nigerian Af two Nigerian American brothers to stage a fake hate crime, uh, assault him, and, and uh, filing a false police report. Smollett's defense team reached a deal with the prosecutors on March 26, 2019, in which all charges were dropped in return for Smollett performing community service and forfeiting his $10,000 bond. On March 27, 2019, it was announced that the FBI would be investigating as to why the charges were dismissed. On February 11, 2020, Smollett was re-indicted by the special prosecutor Dan Webb on six counts of disorderly conduct uh, for lying to police. And a jury delivered its verdict on December 9, 2021, finding Smollett guilty on five of the six counts. So here's what happens. Uh, the prosecutor was a black woman. And she declined to prosecute Smollett and gave him a sweetheart deal instead and dropped all charges. And the FBI stepped in and said, nope. If you're not going to if you're not going to prosecute him in the city or the state, we're going to prosecute him federally. That's interesting. Yeah. So, so did they claim that FBI are racist? Of course. <laughs> of course. How could you not know that? I mean, come on, obviously. FBI, man. Come on. <laughs> Those were probably the two MAGA guys. Oh yeah. Because that's the number one thing, you know, that the the number one question when you get hired by FBI is do you, do you support Trump or uh, do you support Hillary? If you dare to say Hillary, then you uh, you, you don't get a job. Of course, of course. Of course. This stands to reason. <laughs> so, yeah, the black prosecutor, a female, and, a, and uh, a, fr a, a friend or at least a fan of his refused to prosecute the case and just said, you know, community service, whatever. And uh, the FBI stepped in and, and, and indicted him. Brought federal charges. Okay, so the next one, Amari Allen dreadlock cutting hoax. In December, oh, this is a ridiculous one. In September 2019, Amari Allen, a black middle school student in Virginia, claimed that the three male student, white uh, classmates, pinned her down on the playground and cut off chunks of her, of her dreadlocks. So supposedly they pinned her down to the, the ground on the playground and they uh, cut big chunks of her, her dreadlocks off. According to Alan, the boys called her ugly and her hair nappy. <laughs> oh, there's, truth. there's some truth to that. But, all right, so called her ugly and her hair nappy. Her grandmother asked uh, on national TV for the boys to be dismissed from the school. However, security camera footage did not corroborate her story, and eventually Alan confessed that she had cut her own hair or him it's against the he that he had cut his own hair 
So it was a lie. These kids never did any shit to him. He cut his own hair. <laughs> so what? He didn't like his new haircut, and then they have to blame blame it on somebody else. I don't know. I don't know if he didn't like his new. I don't know if he didn't like the dreadlocks, or if he cut it off just to frame somebody. I don't know. You know, since... nobody nobody did shit to this guy. And, and the the funny part is, is this kid was caught on security. There's so many security cameras now. And I used to think that was a bad thing. But yeah, this is what this I wanted stuff, to ask you, actually. Yeah. Um, right, all of these incidents we're talking about, um, yeah. the reason why they are uncovered as hoaxes is because of CCTV. Yeah. Um, now, the argument is, well, everybody's watching you all the time. There's no freedom. How, how do we know that the deep state uh, is going to fabricate a... Uh, uh, some form of uh, crime against you, against the state, whatever, or plant evidence against you, whatever, right? Right. But here, it's the opposite. It's because of the surveillance that we actually can uncover the truth and stop hoaxes. Yeah. How many people would go to jail and how many people would be kicked out of school for no reason at all? Um. If it wasn't for the for the body cameras and for for audio recordings, I mean, these kids would have been fucked. They would have believed they would have believed they did it. Yeah. They'd say, "Why would this kid lie, lie and say that you guys held him down and cut his dreadlocks off?" Why would he do it to himself? Yeah. But he did do it to himself, and the body and the and the video camera footage of the playground proves it. And finally, he confessed. That's the thing. It's not like he's sticking to his story. Eventually, he confessed. So most of these people eventually confess when, when it's proven that they're lying. They eventually, there's some people that just stick to their story, no matter what. I don't care if you have them on camera doing it, but there's, you know, eventually most of them just, okay, you know what? I was lying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think what it is, the, the cops get them there and they say, look, this is the, this is the video of you doing this. This is the video of nobody else doing it to you. You did it to yourself. Uh, or this situation never happened, and you can either tell the truth and we'll we'll slap you on the wrist with lower charges, or you can continue to f- stick to your fucking lies, and we'll prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. You you may, you you decide for us, and then they they cough up the truth. How how severe a punishment do you have in America if you fabricate uh, uh, false crime? Minimal, minimal. Some people just get let, some people are just let slide. Like a lot of r- false rape rape allegations. Sometimes those get prosecuted. Sometimes nothing happens. Yeah, but when it comes to rape, isn't it quite? That's much harder to prove, right? Rape is pretty easy to prove. There's going to be physical evidence. They take you in. They do a rape test. I don't know. Yeah, they check for body bodily fluids. They take they check for tears in the in the in the groin area. They check for bruises. Mm. They do all sorts of tests. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Anyway, anyway, thank God for you know. I, I again, I used to think that CCTV, that things were getting out of it. It was getting to the point where, you know, nobody had any privacy, and I think I've changed my mind on that. I really do. 
I hate to say it, but in this world, the, a world of, of constant lies and deceptions, we just have to, we just have to suck it up and be happy that those, those, you know, all those innocent people didn't go to jail because of the cameras. So, um, another one that I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing, Anayeli Dominguez Pina. So I did better with the other, the rest of the name, but the, the first name is a little bit difficult for me. In March 2019, Anela Dominguez Pina, uh, a student of California's University of Laverne, reported that a racist Instagram message had been sent to several members of uh, Decolonized ULV. Decolonized ULV is like, you know, too many white people in ULV, I guess. <laughs> University of Las Vegas, or I'm sorry, University of La Verne. Um, I always think of Vegas when I see ULV. All right, so the colonization of ULV, which is University of La Verne, um, a student-led uh, anti-racist group. The student, the next day, Dominguez Pina claimed that she found her car on fire outside her apartment. Two months later, Dominguez Pina reported that she had been assaulted by a masked man in March of 2020. Dominguez Pina was charged with falsifying her reports. So she, <laughs> she set her own car on fire and she did all this shit and said some guy in a mask assaulted her. And it was all just a fucking line to promote her little organization of uh, too many white people at the college, apparently. It was too I, she I, didn't. I thought it would be because she's she was displeased with her car or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, a lot of criminals do that, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Insurance. Well, you're, yeah, you're talking about fraud insurance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or insurance fraud. Yeah. But no, no, no. She's. I mean, that might have been it. That might have been part of it. Yeah. To uh, kill two birds with one stone. Right. Yeah. So, Richard. Richard, Rachel, I'm sorry, my pop-ups keep jumping up. Rachel Richardson, BYU, racist heckling. Rachel Richardson uh, claimed that she was called racial slurs throughout a march uh, against BYU while playing for the Duke uh, women's volleyball team on August 26, 2022. Her grandmother, I'm sorry, her godmother, Lisa Pamplin, tweeted about the incident which went viral on Twitter. The allegations quickly received ext extensive national attention from the media, public, uh, politicians, and celebrities. Richardson used the allegations to promote anti-racism training. So people had to go through a special anti-racism training based on this absolute fucking lie. An extensive, extensive investigation by BYU which reviewed raw videos from all angles of the march and interviewed over 50 witnesses that included Duke athletic personnel and players and African-Americans in the, in the vicinity of the alleged racial slurs, found no evidence to corroborate Richardson's claims of racial heckling or racial slurs during the game. The findings supported a previous uh, police investigation of this unsubstantiating Richardson's claims the ban of a student initially identified as the perpetrator was rescinded and following BYU's investigation. Yes, yeah, so they banned the student that supposedly initiated all this, and it wasn't true. 
The student didn't do shit. <laughs> None of it. And, and witnesses, black witnesses said it wasn't true. Okay, so that's just a small little little. Just a, that's just a little snippet um, of, of of literally thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of uh, of false allegations that happen on a regular basis. But people, people, especially the black community and the the white liberal community, uh, accept them immediately. Immediately, anybody makes any kind of allegation. Uh, if a girl says that she was sexually harassed or or sexually assaulted, yeah, that happened. Uh, if a, a black guy or a black woman says that they were called racial slurs or names, yeah, that happened. Um, immediately, death threats, yeah, that happened. No proof required. No, 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 even evidence. And you know these people's names, they get smeared in the mud. They get all these horrible things happen to them. Um, you know, so-called celebrities go after them, and yet afterwards, nothing happens. Nothing happens. It, it's it, uh, one of the things that weren't wasn't listed is the uh, is the um, I'm trying to think of the school they went to, but those young boys that were part of the uh, pro-life march up in Washington D.C. and supposedly they were being mean and and, uh, and calling uh, this Native American man uh, names and everything, and and come to find out it wasn't true. Do the people who get targeted with the with these crimes do they at least get some verification afterwards? What do you mean verification? You the, mean uh, the, um, validation or re composition? Composition. Um, it's like well, okay, so the kids, the, the kids, the, the one boy. Um, oh my god, I'm trying to think of his name. The one boy that was was the main target uh, of the of the uh, of the church kids that went up to Washington D.C. to be part of the pro-life march, um, he he sued, he sued some of the, the some of the television stations that that said that he was guilty and promoted as if he was guilty when he did absolutely nothing. And uh, the one person on on one of the anchormen, believe it or not, said he had a punchable face, hmm. and. Uh, I think his last name was Sandman, actually, believe it or not. I can't remember his first name. But anyway, he sued and won. He sued and won. And then uh, I don't know if you remember the kid that, uh, you know, had to shoot and kill a couple of people that were attacking him during a during a riot. Mm, can't remember that one. Though. Well, he, he also sued and won. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Is it the guy the guy with the with that rifle? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, he sued and won as well. What happened with that one actually? Because he was found not in, he was found not guilty. All right. Yeah. So the people he shot were actually like coming after him, trying to. Kill oh him. yeah, the one guy had a gun and was pointing the gun at his head. When he shot him in the arm, he shot the guy. He shot the guy in the arm. The guy was standing over top of him, just kicked him in the face, and had a gun pointed at his head, ready to shoot him. Yeah, because I, a lot of people are like, "Well, why did he go out with a gun in the first place?" But I guess, like, when you have a angry mob riot coming for you, maybe it's a good idea to arm yourself. I don't know. Well, he was he was uh, part of a group that agreed to protect certain businesses around the city mm. uh, from rioters. 
And he was looking at one, he was looking after one particular gas station at the time. And they set the, they set the, the what kicked off the, the whole incident was um, some of the people set a dumpster on fire inside the gas station, which could have blew up the gas station. And he put the dumpster out and pushed it away. And so they all began to attack him. I got to tell you, I remember looking at his, uh, uh, at, uh, on my TV and I was just, I was just baffled of how poorly the new news reporting was around that time. Yeah, very bad. It's it's the 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 famous the famous the famous one that you see on the internet all the time is the reporter from CNN standing on one side of the street saying a mostly peaceful protest. Yeah, and on, on the yeah. other side of the street, the entire building is being burned down. Yeah. A mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> That's like they're saying there's a thousand people out on the streets, and some guy came up and he shot a hundred. He only shot one tenth of them. It was mostly peaceful. Ninety percent of it didn't happen. <laughs> it was only it was only it was only a hundred out of the thousand that we shot dead. You know. Yeah. That's that their crazy. idea of the mostly peaceful protest. Yeah. Mostly peaceful protest. That's hilarious. Didn't Joe Biden also uh, go go out of a statement and uh, went out? He also repeated the same shit. Yeah, of course, of course. And Kamala Harris was actually bailing out, had had set up had, had uh, set up funds to bail out uh, Antifa members out of jail. Hmm. Our, our vice president was was helping a, a a domestic terrorist organization, bailing them out of jail. If they didn't have bail money, so again, again, when you issue a statement, I just wonder if you're a politician, why don't you get your facts straight? But they they never do, never, never, ever. It's always jump to conclusions. Always, always, always. The facts never matter to these people. Which is sad. It's really sad. It's it's like the it's like the guy that uh, uh, re, re, he was in the in the co- in the car, and the cop pulled him over. And she kept saying Asian, but he wasn't Asian. He was actually Hispanic. The cop, mm-hmm. the cop wasn't Asian. He was Hispanic, but for some reason the guy's girlfriend thought he was he was Asian. And she was doing Facebook Live while and and he pulled him over, and he asked the guy. He said, "Hey, the, the guy was a passenger, and he said, "Hey, do you have a gun?'" in the car on you and he said yeah i've got a but i've got a i've got a carry permit but i've got a gun in the car i've got a gun on me oh i remember this one yeah i saw that one yeah Yeah, and he said don't reach for it and first he asked for the license i say all the black people are like well he said he asked for the license yeah that was before he said can i see your driver's license and then he said do you have a gun in the car and the guy said yeah and he's like don't reach for it and according to black people well, he said he said get the license. So th- that means that no matter what he said after he said get the license, that means that he can just do it. He can just, he can go by that. No, after he said I've got a gun on me, he said don't reach for it, stop reaching. And the guy kept reaching, so he got shot to death. Yeah, but I got I gotta say I think the cop overreacted in that one. I honestly, I, if I, you're, I, if if the guy admits he's got a gun and you say don't reach, don't reach. Sure, sure, but 
the gun wasn't even visible before he shot it. Right. You, yeah, you don't wait till it's visible. Mm. You wait till well, it's visible, well, you're, well, there's a good chance it, you're going to be dead. When it comes to lethal force, I understand what you're saying, but when it comes to lethal force, the, this is... Yeah, so it's kind of like you don't even know if what he was saying is true. You go by what he said was true. However, if you're gonna if you're gonna risk killing somebody over somebody reaching for it, and you say don't reach for it, stop, and you're going after it, and I would say it's an it's an overreaction by just filling him with lead on the spot. Instead of, yeah. instead, well, I, instead, I I don't know how many times he shot it, but but uh, it, it was it, like it, three or four four bullets uh, at once. Well, yeah, but if I if I tell somebody to stop, if, if if they say they have a gun on them, and I say stop reading, keep your hands up, don't reach for it, and they keep reaching down after I've said it several times, I, I'm going to shoot them. Mm. I'm not waiting for them to shoot me. Once I see the gun, it's too late. It's too late for me to shoot them. There's a good chance they're going to shoot me. Yeah, but why would he shoot you if he uh, already admitted? I, I I I don't know. Yeah, so so that that's why I'm thinking. Like he admitted he has a license to carry. Sure, he didn't comply, comply. But if if you're standing there with your gun in your hand and say, "Don't reach for it," or "We're gonna shoot you," and you keep reaching for it, um, you already have the upper hand. I don't I don't think he had the gun out of the holster at that point. Yeah. No, he did. He pulled the gun out when the guy wouldn't quit reaching. Uh, yeah, no, wait, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he, he yeah. even it happened very fast. It happened very fast. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he didn't he didn't have the gun out already. When he said keep quit reaching and put your hands up and the guy kept reaching, that's when he shot him. That's when he he, he didn't even have his gun out of his holster. He pulled his gun out because of that. How how about a warning shot? You're not allowed warning shots in the in the police department. Why? You either shoot the killer or you don't shoot at all. That's, yeah, that, well, then of course you're going to have accidents. Like, I mean, yeah, that's true, but that's, that's the policy of every police department in the United States. Yeah. There are well, no warning shots. Yeah, I'm sure that if he shot, shot a warning shot in the garage to you know, alert him, he would think twice, maybe. I, I, I do believe this was an unf- unfortunate. Unfortunately, it's yeah. a, it's unfortunate, but unfortunately, for some reason, people don't want to listen. They don't want to so, listen. So, what happened to this guy? Nothing. He went free. Yeah, of course. Was, uh, the girlfriend supplied. Well, first of all, the cop had a body camera on, and yeah. second of all, the girlfriend, the girlfriend, Facebook lived. Hmm. And why she was Facebook living, I have no idea. That was before. That was before anything happened. She just started up. So, so, so he he was found not guilty. Yes. Well, he was he was never prosecuted. So. Right. Well, yeah. So there was no. Um, suspicion he was not, he was never taken crime. to court. No. It was investigated by the by the uh, departments. Uh, you know, invest. They always investigate every shooting, no matter how how bad or how good it is. They investigate every single shooting. And you're off the, you're off, you're, you know, you're not, you're not on, uh, you're, you have paid leave. I think it's like three days while they investigate every single shooting. So you're not, you're not even on the job while they're investigating. So was this guy a criminal? Or was he just a random guy? 
Uh, I have no idea. I don't know that much about the case. I just don't know. I think it could have been avoided. Maybe, but I mean, from both sides. I think. I think. I don't think the cop did a good job there. I think he was scared and jumped to conclusion too quickly. I don't. I don't think. I would you. Would you do the same thing in his shoes? Yes, I, I would. Yeah, I would. I don't think if, I would. if somebody said they had a gun and I said I said keep your hands up and don't don't reach, and they kept reaching after I told them several times, I'd shoot them. Well, how about how about knocking him out a quest ahead or something? How about knocking him in the head? Yeah, <laughs> you watch too much movies. No, but, but seriously, like any anything, but just lethal. Action. Because he would kill you if he was going to kill you. He would kill you. You re you're reaching to knock him in the head, and he's got a gun in his hand. He's going to shoot you right through the window and kill you. But why would you, he want to shoot you? I, I don't already, know. Already admitted I, that he has a permit. Right, but by the time you figure out why he wanted to do it or why he did it, you're dead. You don't. You don't have time to guess. You know, guess why he would do that and why he would do this. The, if you watch some of the cop videos, there's a lot of people that do a lot of crazy things, and then come to find out they're lying or they're doing this or that, and they say one thing and it's it's kind of something completely different. You just can't take that kind of chance in a in a deadly situation, deadly interaction, unless you want to die. So I understand what you're saying. It's just not. It's not feasible. In departments, you 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 do a warning shot. You there's a good chance you're gonna lose your job. That's that's kind of odd though. That you're not allowed to do warning shots. Yeah. Well, that's the policy. That's the policy of every police department in the country. Yeah, I mean that that would take away a lot of deadly force, in in my opinion. If you just if you're insecure, like this one, this case. Both parties are very insecure. That was uh, obvious. Now, I might be wrong here, but I do believe that if I running shot, running shot uh, would have been fired, then the guy would have snapped out and just stay on alert. Well, maybe, or it might have provoked him into firing his gun. That 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 is true. That is true. Uh, could have Somebody shoots a warning shot at me, and I haven't and I and I haven't done anything yet. I'm probably going to shoot them. Well, that because you don't know it's a warning shot. Yeah, but you are. All right, yeah. You know what? Whatever. I give up. Just admit I'm right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I just think, like, if 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 he's reaching for it, he and the cop takes out the gun, shoots in the ground. If the guy had no real intent, no no bad intent, bad intent. Uh, or the guy's like, oh shit, this cop's going to kill me, and he shoots the cop, kills him instead. Yeah. Because what are you supposed to do? Say, hey, this is a warning shot? It's too late then. Yeah, it's a, it's a quick it's a quick situation. It's not a it's not a you know long drawn out situation. It's a okay. How, how about second. this? Do you, do you believe the cop wanted to kill him? No. Because that that's that's usually what people uh, try to instigate. With no, the cop was like all upset afterwards. Mm. He kept saying, I, t "I told him, I said, please don't don't reach for it. Stop reaching." He was, the cop was like almost in tears. 
So, well, that's usually the, uh, the you're breaking up. Yeah, you're breaking up your robotic. I yeah, you're you're breaking up, man. You're real bad. That's odd. Okay, now you're back. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see to have. I could hear you. <laughs> that was I weird. See... You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you listen back on this, it sounds so weird. That's odd. No, because uh, to me, it didn't say anything about bad connection or anything. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, but... I'm sure you'll listen to this. When you listen to this, listen towards the end, and it sounds like, I mean, it's yeah. it sounds like a robot. Yeah. No, so I'm just saying that the accusation is usually that cops are uh, trigger happy and. Okay, you just cut out again. I can't hear anything now. I don't even hear, I don't even hear robot. I hear nothing. Can you still hear me? Hello. Yes. Okay, you're back now. Is right. are you sure the connection problem is with me and not you? I'm I'm 100 percent sure. That's all. All right. Um, he said usually the, the the last thing I heard you say was is usually people say that the cops usually, are happy. Yes. And they, they want to go around killing black people. That's the main job. Yeah, no, it's definitely not true. That's that's just com- complete, pure propaganda bullshit. There's a lot of cops that you'll you'll see videos and they, they literally they literally cry afterwards. Not all hey, of them, but some of them. Now you broke up for me. I'm breaking up for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can you hear me now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just seconds. Okay, so yeah, yeah, there's literally videos where some of the cops, cops cry after shooting somebody. Mm. I guess it's a real emotional thing. I've never shot anybody, so I don't know. Mm. But I could see it being an upsetting thing. Yeah, of I'd rather cry than die. Yeah. So I guess the bottom line is, is that you know, folks, when you're out there, and, and I think I think uh, I think um, Samuel will agree with me on this. When you hear stories in the news, make sure you hear some of the facts before you jump to conclusions. I think that's the big problem. People jump immediately to conclusions: who's right, who's wrong, before they know anything, and it just leads to chaos and stupid shit happening and riots. I mean, there should have never been riots in the Michael Brown case. E- even if the, the cop was in the wrong, there shouldn't have been riots. But the the cop was in the right, and there were still riots. So didn't the riots happen after... Um, what was his name again? Um, I forgot his name. The, the, the big case. The, head on the, knee, the knee on the head. Oh, you're talking about George Floyd. George Floyd, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, huge riots. Huge riots. Those are the riots. I remember. Those are the riots with the so-called peaceful protesters, right? Yeah, the so-called peaceful protests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, there, major there riots, are two major destruction. Yeah, there are two big riots. I remember one. One is from the nineties with the just before O.J. Simpson, and the, and now the, the one with uh, George Floyd. There have black people have rioted for one reason or another since the since the mid sixties, since the mid nineteen sixties. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's getting worse, but maybe it's just because I'm living through it and I'm older now. But I still so I remember the LA riots. Do you ever think that the, those riots were? Um, do you think the the riots were like the people were always wrong? Or do you think yes. they had a well for, first of all there's no there's no justifiable riot. There's justifiable protests. There are protests that are justified and there's protests that are not justified. Are you talking about in America though? I'm talking about in America. I'm not speaking about anywhere else besides the United States. All right. All right. There's no there's no justifiable riots in the United States. You you don't have a legal right to riot. You have a legal right to protest. Well, there, there is, there is never a legal right to write, actually, like wherever right. you go in the world. Right. But if you take, I just want to make a comparison here. Maybe it's uh, false equivalency, but in Iran, yeah. I mean, those riots are justified. Yeah, that's a completely different situation. Yeah. If people rioted in Nazi Germany, that would be justified. If people rioted in Iran, that's justified. But, in extreme situations where the government's literally just murdering their citizens in the streets, yeah, and not making any bones about it, they're just doing it. That's a different situation. That's well, not what's that, happening. That's here. the claim. The uh, that's the claim, right? That the government is just killing black people left and right. Yeah, and nothing, but the but anything. the but the facts say different. Hmm. <clears throat> the facts say completely different. So, do you believe that George, the the guy who got Derek Chauvin? Yeah. Yeah, he was innocent. He was completely innocent. I believe that George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. <clears throat> when they say they talk about how George Floyd said that uh, he couldn't breathe, uh, they, they always show the one video clip. They don't show the video clip where the body camera clip where they're pulling George Floyd out of his car. And before George Floyd gets out of his car, he's saying, I can't breathe over and over and over again. And nobody's touching him. Nobody's laying a finger on him. They're just saying, get out of the car. Nobody, there's been no physical contact at that point. They're saying, we need you to get out of the car. And he's saying, I can't breathe. So one of the, one of the, one of the symptoms of a fentanyl overdose is um, respiratory distress. In other words, not being able to breathe or having a difficult time breathing. I don't think he's innocent. I think the the guys neglected, honestly. They did neglect. Uh, but when it comes to the the sentence, then yeah, it was way well, it was not justified at all. And I, I remember the 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 jury they said something about the courthouse said something about they were um, fearing of new riots and they were yep. yeah they were fearing with riots beyond proportions that we've been seeing before if if uh, Derek Chauvin would go free yeah that's what they were concerned about yeah you you don't you don't put somebody in prison 
because you're afraid that the that that uh, the people are going to riot if they they don't go to prison. You put people in prison if they're guilty. Not not yeah. because you're worried somebody will riot. So he was sentenced for third degree murder, right? Or first degree, second degree. Murder. I think it was second degree. Yeah. At best, at best, if you believed he was guilty, and I still don't believe he's guilty, but if you believed he was guilty, at best it would be negligent homicide. Yeah, that's the one I would have gone with. I, that's the one I would say is plausible. But they're trying to say that he killed him on purpose. Mm. And that's just not the case. Yeah. Even if you believe he's guilty, that's not the case. But again, like you said, they, did, they didn't want riots to happen. Yeah. Riots happened anyway. How many years in prison did he got? That I don't remember. I think, I think it was, it was like, like 30 years. Something yeah, like that. It was, something like that. Yeah. It's a long time. 30 to life. I mean, it was something really ridiculous. He was a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. So, sad case. Yeah, George Floyd. They always call him St. George Floyd. George Floyd was the guy that, uh, that held a, a loaded shotgun up to a pregnant woman's stomach. So that his friend, and his, the pregnant one was black, by the way, he, he held a loaded shotgun, the end of a barrel of a loaded shotgun, up against the, the pregnant, a pregnant woman's stomach while his friend robbed her house. His friends robbed their house. He served six years for that. Six, six and a half years, something like that in prison. And the entire reason why the police were there in the first place is because he was had counterfeit money trying to pass it off in a, in a local store. Yeah, he sounded like a real asshole. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't get that. Why, why do they make him to be the new Jesus? I don't know. I don't know. Black people always take the worst criminals in their society, in their culture, and make them out to be the saints. I, I, I don't get it. I really, really don't get it. So do you believe in the future that there will be an overturn of this case, or do you believe that Derek Chauvin will be from the first point? Like... I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think there should be, but I don't know if it will be or not. I mean, if we go by the case with OJ, then it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, OJ got, got away with two murders. Yeah. Uh, and, and I liked Bill Cosby. I, I, I loved Bill Cosby. I thought he was great. I enjoyed all his humor. He was a funny guy. I, I was a big Bill Cosby fan. And uh, then I find out that he's raped like 45 women or something or more than that. He's raped dozens of women. And uh, he went to jail for a while, and then they overturned it. And now he's back on the streets, and it's like it never even happened. Some women were black, some women were white, some women were Hispanic. I mean, he raped everybody. Drug them and rape them. I guess if you ha have enough happy money, Happy Black OJ's History Month. Happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> oh my God. Happy Black History Month. Do you, you don't even believe there should be a Black History Month? Do no, I don't. I don't think there should be a, a History Month for any any group. Mm. I really don't. Uh, well, 
do okay so don't don't you think at least like there are people from the from the african american com- community that should be highlighted that hasn't been highlighted like who well i know you did a big case against um Muffin, I mean, Muffin, <clears throat> are we going to do all the? Are we going to bring out all the all the famous black inventors that really didn't invent anything? <laughs> so, so no. So you did the Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I, I still I listened to him a, a bit, and I, I still don't see where he was wrong. I don't, I don't like. Yeah, he. I don't know. Like. He did. He involved. No, no, he was, it wasn't just adulterous things. He was there for a rape. What? Yeah, he was there for a rape. He didn't rape the girl, but he was there when another another one of his friends raped a girl. Hmm. And that was, you know, these these are women that testified, black women that, that testified about this. Hmm. Yeah, he was a he was not a good guy. Interesting. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, him and his entourage would go around from town to town, <clears throat> and they would set up. They would find all the all the girls in the church, in okay. the local church, that they wanted to have Parks. sex with. Rosa, Rosa Parks. Parks. Well, I mean, she set up. I mean. I don't think she was a bad person. I mean, I guess I don't know. I really know nobody really. I don't know anything about her. And I don't. I've never heard anybody say anything about her, besides the fact that she refused to sit on the back of a bus. Yeah. And she was determined to eat drink at the white water water fountain. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's not that much of an achievement, but okay. No, no, it is. It is. Just imagine going against the norm of the time and you have the segregation rules of society that should be highlighted no okay so that's that's a five minute conversation yeah sure but if you make it <laughs> it's, a, not a, like... it's not a month that's <laughs> <laughs> five minutes she refused to sit at the you're back end of the a, bus you're such an asshole <laughs> and she drank out of a water fountain that she wasn't supposed to drink out of ta-da <laughs> Yeah, but, what but else that, did she do? She was old. <laughs> that, but that that sparked the whole movement, right? Ah, uh, no, no, it was part of it. It was part of it was one of the things that happened, but no, it wasn't. It didn't spark all the movement. Well, don't you think that? Okay, sure. You have a point of <laughs> that whole thing about Black History Month being a hoax and. I mean, have Black History Day. I could even go for a Black History Day. Okay, a whole day. We'll pile all the bullshit in. You guys can talk about the people, you know, the black people invented snow and black people built the pyramids and black people, you know, have spaceships in Wakanda. We we can do all that for one day. But a month? Nah, I I don't see a month. Don't you think that there are people out there from the African American community that contributed but are not highlighted, and they are the ones who should be highlighted. And because of all the bullshit that you covered, they are not highlighted. And they could be actually a Black History Month. That is, that could be. Um, yeah, Justice that, that Thomas. Could, Justice that could Thomas. be fair. That could be fair. Yeah. 
Justice Thomas, they never, the people never on the left want to highlight him. Who's that? <clears throat> Just, Justice Thomas, he's one of the Supreme Court justices. Hmm. He's black. All right. Yeah. Well, like most smart black men, he has a white wife. Oh, my God. He does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I, I brought up Neil deGrasse Tyson to you. And you were like, well, we don't care that much. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson is, is, is he's overhyped. Um, he gets on and, you know, he, he knows about astrophysics, but then he talks about other shit that has absolutely nothing to do with his, his particular. It's like if I was a famous lawyer and I knew everything about the law, but then I started going around, going on TV shows, talking about medicine talking about architecture you don't know shit about those fields stick to this stick to the I stuff you know. i haven't heard him say anything bad i mean i haven't heard him say anything bad but he 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 has a lot of opinions and he acts like an authority on things that have absolutely nothing to do with his education mm, i have to disagree on you on that one if he wants to talk about astrophysics that's fine i have no problem with that yeah but but he hasn't really talked about it Something that makes him sound stupid. Mm, I don't. I, I disagree. Well, then, what what uh, what has he said? That... I, I I can't think. I didn't. I can't think of a particular situation. I just remember watching videos of him talking about different issues, like he was an authority, and I'm like, uh, no, that's. Well, he he gets into you, so. But I, was... I don't think he sees himself as a, as an authority. Uh... I don't know. But that, yeah, that that is somebody you know. If we talk about Black History Month, who should be highlighted? What has he done that's that's uh, amazing? Well, all right. So he's not stupid. Yeah, well, be, be... he's not stupid. Everybody, look at him. <laughs> all right, but don't you think? Don't you think? No, I, I would think I would think that if you if you're looking for a Black History Month and you want to celebrate something, you want to celebrate people that have accomplishments, not somebody, not people that simply exist. Yes, Neil deGrasse Tyson exists, but what has he really accomplished of note? Nothing. What has he discovered? What has he invented? What has he done? He's done nothing. Well, he had, he has, um, well, let's, let's say this. He has educated the masses about, uh, about astrophysics in a way that most people would neglect. That's mm, a, a, maybe. Yeah. No, I, I would I, say I, that I do, was more. Do, he, he, do, he does deserve a spot, a spot on the influencers. For sure. I suppose. Yeah. So since he's black, and you know, Black History Month, there's, yeah, I would say that it, it stands to reason that he should be highlighted. Okay, so a day. You don't need a month for that. Well, that's two days. Now we have two. No, 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 that's not two days. We can have a Black History. How are you going to talk weekend. about? How are you going to? How are you going to talk about Rosa Parks for a whole fucking day? You can just highlight. She her drank at a water day. fountain, and she wouldn't sit at the back. No, but of the you bus. highlighted her. For, you highlight her for a day, so you can have a Black History. <laughs> what are you going to say though? 
Why do you have to be such an ass, man? Have, have a on. Black History Day. You have taken everything away. They have nothing left. Come on, give them something, man. Come on. It's like, <laughs> oh, everything you do is a lie. Everything is, is a hoax. Everything is a joke. But then I prove it. <laughs> yeah, but come on. You, can't, you cannot say that. Okay, right. here, here's the credit I'll give. Do you know how many cops and how many prison guards would be out of work? If it wasn't oh for black people. God. Oh my god. <laughs> we have them to thank for that. <laughs> You're such an ass man. Think of all the jails and prisons we'd have to shut down. The, okay. CA. The don't you don't you think that black people in America has been under a lot of as a as a community, uh, on a lot of stress and uh, uh, diverse because of the slavery and all of that because of Jim, no Jim, because of Jim Crow because of we just talked about Rosa Parks right like you have yeah yeah you, but you not, cannot not, drink here's, here's water from 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 the white fa- fountain well there's two you cannot fountains. sit there's with a other white, white, white water people. fountain and a black water fountain why yeah, can't you drink from the black water fountain <laughs> is there some kind of magical water in the white water water fountain oh my. No, what does it change that that's not the issue here the issue is you segregate What's wrong with that? They, people self-segregate, by the way. Yeah, but when it's issue law but that says you cannot drink from this fountain because it's... Yeah, no, no. I, I, yeah, I don't agree with laws like that. Yeah. I, I don't agree with segregation. Even laws. if it wasn't the law, if it's, uh, it's, if, if it's integrated into society, then of course... Well, that I don't have a problem with. I, I, if, if, if I own the water fountain and I don't want you drinking from it, I don't even have to give a reason. You know why I don't want you to drink from it? Because I don't let people over six foot tall drink from my water fountain. And you're six foot one. You don't get to drink from my water fountain. If I own it, if it's if it's private property, I should have decide be able to decide who I want to use my private property and not. If I have a restaurant and I don't want people with red hair coming in and eating in my restaurant, then people with red hair get the fuck out. Yeah, I I would... I would say that you now government. Right. No, government has to represent everybody. No, no, individuals even even, even on the societal level, I mean, it, that a form of society like that is uh, detestable. I I, I would. It may it may that. be it may be detestable, but but it's it's freedom. It's not freedom though. Not, when you not, well, let me ask you this: when you, well, when well, you that's that's the thing with Rosa Parks, she didn't have freedom. That's that you're talking about laws. No, but no, even if it wasn't instigated by law. If if you go to a restaurant or if you drink water from a fountain you're not supposed to drink because of your skin color, then of course Let me ask you this. Do you, freedom. do you have a right to come to if I have a party and I don't invite you, do you have a right to come anyway? That's not the same thing. It is. No, it's because, my party, it's my house. Yeah, but but here, here you're two equal citizens of a, of a same country. Right. Right. So 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 the the water the water do uh, i own the restaurant let me ask you this do i own the restaurant no hold on hold on the water is for all citizens isn't it no what do you mean no i mean no i can't just go into a convenience store and pick up a bottle of water and walk out yeah but we're talking about the fountain here right yeah so it's for all citizens if it's privately owned it shouldn't be it, it should be open to all citizens if the owner of that fountain says it's okay uh, it wasn't that fountain state owned. Oh yeah, of course. That's, that's not yeah. what I'm talking. I'm not I, again. I'm not talking about laws. No, but but all right. So if you have okay, 
if you have, I don't know, don't you have com, uh, like communal communal streets where everybody? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, so wouldn't that fountain be under the whole thing of communal communal? Uh, yeah, I think I think we're talking service. past each other on this. That's true. If it's publicly owned fountain, yeah, absolutely. If it's yeah. owned by the government, yes. But if it's owned by a private citizen, they shouldn't. They should be able to decide okay. who uses the fountain and who doesn't. But my point here is, the fountain is law is not implemented about black cannot drink. Yeah, however, it is. That ho- is no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's say it is. However, the the community itself determined that it's only for white people. Okay. Right. Now Rosa Parks goes in and drinks water and the co- community shuns her out. Well, the community is not allowed to do that because that's part of the government. If somebody had to put that fountain there, whether it was the city government, city government, government or the state government or the federal government. Some, some government agency had to have put that fountain there. Regardless if they're not allowed or not, the the they they will still shun her and say you're black you cannot drink it. Right? Well, they can't stop her. Let's put it that way. Well, is, hasn't that been the problem of America in the past? That even though they like, let's say, white people I, don't I, have I, the right to stop, they will still go and no. try to shun black people out. I, I delineate between government and and private. Government has to represent everybody. Everybody. Right, private people don't have to represent everybody. They don't have to. They don't have to. They don't have to engage with everybody, or they shouldn't have to. Well, isn't there a discrimination law against private owners? There say, shouldn't be. Say, sorry, there is, but there shouldn't be. Yeah, I, I think I think you're wrong on that one. I know. It's just like that's why you see all these gay people trying to go after that guy that owns the uh, cake shop. Make me a make me a gay wedding cake, and he said no. And they said, no. "Well, you're you're discriminating against me because I'm no, gay." No, 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 no. So, so there was no sign saying no gay people allowed in my store. No, there wasn't those signs. Yeah, but 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 in in the past, no, he never had. He, black uh, people not, couldn't yeah, go in not, to right. black people couldn't go into restaurants. Right. That's a there's a big step here. But somebody owns that restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I saying I I disagree with you. I that that I don't think discriminatory ownership. Your rights your rights end at the sidewalk. I get uh, to decide who who parks in my parking lot. I I'm sorry, I, I'm, I don't think that's. I know. No, I yeah. So that's just talking about segregation of communities. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that what, what that is is that's. That's a voluntary interaction between individuals, free individuals. Uh, I, I shouldn't have to, I sh- if, I, if you come in and, and I don't want to give you a haircut, I shouldn't have to give you a haircut. If I have a party and I don't want to invite you to my party, I, I shouldn't have to invite you to my party. Again, you're talking about private party yeah. and, and a restaurant who, who is for people that come in to eat. So it's it's not... Shut up doors, right? There, there is a difference here. I don't think there should be. Yeah. I think well, the only what? difference should be private versus government. 
So, so if I went, let me put it to you this way. If I went into a black restaurant and they said, we don't serve white people, you know what I would do? I would turn around and walk out and go to a different restaurant. Yeah, and, I, and I, I, the difference between me and you is I would fight that restaurant. I wouldn't. Yeah, but I, yeah I, I would. I would say, no, that's wrong. I'd be, okay, I'm gone. I'll, I'll spend my money somewhere else. And and what if, okay, so let, let's, uh, let's put it this way. What if every restaurant you go to is going to shun you out for not being black? Uh, if you live in that area, I suggest you move to another area. Yeah, and then you move to another area, the area is the same way. Until you find find an area that is completely white, and yeah, and then you have the same exact problem, just the opposite way. Okay. But somehow you're supposed to be one nation. Well, everybody's not going to feel that way. Everybody is one nation. But again, you don't have the right to force... I don't believe you have the right to force people to interact with people that they, they don't want to interact with. No, but okay, so you go, yeah, I don't know. I think this if difference. I, okay, so I'm half Jewish. If I go into a Muslim, a Muslim restaurant or a Muslim deli or whatever, some Muslim you know business, and they don't want me in there because I'm half Jewish, I leave. That's it. I don't. I don't go in. I. 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 I say okay. I'm gone. I go some. I go somewhere else. To, you know. I'll go to a Jewish deli. It doesn't matter to me. They're losing yeah. my money. I'm still going to go to a deli. Yeah. So, so if like if you're never going to come into a situation where there's not some business that'll accept your money. That's just I never going to happen. I just think it's wrong because you say you have the right to interact with who you like, but yes. here, here, as a citizen, that right is taken away from you. No, it's not. Yeah, yes, it is. You limit. Yeah, like if you have a whole neighborhood saying you're not welcome here because of skin color or religious affiliation or whatever. Yeah, you segregate the communities. Yes, you. you in, in, and if well, you're a most minority, self-segregate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're a minority in that community, then you will never face. Any form of interaction with people, you always feel like an outsider. Right. Now, now, I, I personally have experienced this with Islamization uh, of a neighbor, right? Right. So I know exactly what. It, uh, yeah, I don't like to be a minority in an Islamized uh, community. But right. with with your with your argument here, then you say no, it's absolutely fine. I do. I yeah, say, I, if, I say, I if you I don't, don't want anything, if you, I say, if you don't want anything to do, if they don't want you in their businesses, then go some, go to a business that does want your money. Yeah, and if if every business is the same, then all you have to do is leave, and move to another part of town. Right, right, and and hope hope for hope for having a same segregation, but uh, from the other side, and hoping that nobody comes and takes over that. Uh, that segregated neighborhood and turning it to the other side where you feel like a minority. Right. And it's just a, it's just a vicious circle and it, it doesn't solve anything. It's just going to be, yeah. How do you build a nation upon, well, upon right now, it's, where right you now. feel like everybody's equal but when, when communities, these communities are towards each other? Well, right now, right now there, it's just constant conflict and war. 
We're, 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 you know how they say Cold War with the United States and, and the USSR used to be? That's kind of what we were at now. We're actually in a hot war, kind of. Uh, it's, it's nothing. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about nationwide. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm talking about the United States. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I'm saying we have constant conflict, violent conflict between the groups. One group more than all the rest, but we have constant conflict. And uh, it, 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 there's one rot, rotten apple in the barrel, and it's not getting any better. It's getting more rotten. And we've decided that we're going to pretend like it's not rotten, and we're just going to keep letting it letting it fester. And it's not getting any better. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying deport anybody, throw anybody out of the country. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying make laws that people have to, uh, that, that, you know, restricting people. I'm saying just let everybody associate freely, uh, either uh, choose to associate or choose not to associate. Anybody in the private sector, the, the, the government, back when the government had laws against, you know, the, the discriminatory laws, no, that's wrong. But private citizens, they should be able to decide who they want to interact with and who they don't, whether that's personally or professionally. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I, I I disagree with you. I I don't see this is a good way of moving forward in a society. I understand. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of Neil deGrasse Tyson, or, you know, since we brought him up, I I looked I looked a, a little bit about his achievements. Ah. Uh, he has some uh, 2004 NASA Distinguished Public Service Medal. Uh, so okay. science writing awards. <laughs> he has achievements, you know. Like, yeah. but is here's something you're gonna like: sexual misconduct allegations. Of course. Oh yeah, I already know about that. I already know about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, you can you can make a I already a know. show about, about Neil deGrasse Tyson and you know go, go through the ups and downs. Uh, you know what? Maybe, but I I don't even think I'd bother. He's I mean, uh. yeah. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, I have nothing to add. I hope I hope the hate crime hoaxes and 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 that CCTV is actually a good thing, as we said. Now we disagree on. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. Um, segregation, I guess. Yes. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not for not for segregation, not governmental. And and I'm not even promoting segregation in general. I'm saying that people should have the right to if they want to. Hmm. Yeah, but I guess you don't take in into equation of a whole society being being a majority versus the minority. We we kiss the minorities' asses so much in this country. I don't think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, of course, like because there's law against that, but you're against those laws, so I am. Yeah. Anyway, I totally am. All right. Well, happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've talked about hate crimes, hoaxes. It's not just blind people that commit hate crimes, hoaxes. It's it's many different people. Let um, me ask you this: has black. there has, has there been like a white hate crime hoax? Yeah, there's there's been a few. Right. Yeah, there's been a few. 
Um, oh yeah, there, there's been a few. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on the same at the at the same level, no, not even close. Not even close. But yeah, there has been a few a few notable ones actually. But they don't. They not go as hate crimes, right? They they, they don't. They are not marked as hate crimes. Um. Well, they're they, no. They 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 weren't called hate crimes. Because it was like, it was like, yeah, yeah, just false allegations. It's like the one guy that killed his wife and said that they were, they were, they were carjacked by two black guys. Right. It wasn't a hate crime. It wasn't them, him saying, you know, it was just him saying that black guys did it. But so let me ask this since he said there were black guys, would he then himself be targeted for a hate crime? No, no, no. All right. Nope. False allegations, yes. And, well, but he had more to worry about than that because he can get convicted of murder. So, all right, everybody. So, if you know, the bottom line is, and I and again, again, I think Samuel will agree with this. Uh, don't, don't. Number one, don't jump to conclusions when you hear stories in the news. Number two, um, don't make false allegations. You know, any woman that makes a false allegation of rape makes it harder for the girls, for the women that are really raped. It hurts their credibility. So don't do that. And if you're black or you're Hispanic or you're Asian or who the hell ever you are, Jewish or or whoever, white, Christian, whatever, don't don't make false allegations. Because then when other people say things happen, nobody's going to believe you. It's the boy who cried wolf effect. After a while, nobody just nobody believes you. Nobody takes you seriously. So, but I don't think anybody's going to listen to that. And I think hate crime hoaxes will continue to get to be worse and worse and worse. And we're just going to have a constant deluge, deluge of uh, of fake hate crimes. It is what it is. It's kind of like when people get arrested. You'll watch these cop videos where they keep screaming, "I'm not. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe." So apparently criminals have decided that that's the thing to do when you're being arrested for a crime. You've got guns in the car, all this other stuff, and they're arresting you and they're putting you in the back of the squad car. You just keep screaming over and over again. I don't feel safe. It's annoying and it doesn't really achieve anything. But for some reason, they think that's a that's a good idea. That's a good strategy. I don't know. So anyway, at any rate, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, I was joined by Samuel from. Uh, Liechtenstein, but don't ask Samuel about anything about Liechtenstein because he lives in the forest around Liechtenstein and, and he doesn't interact with the other population, and so he doesn't know specifics. According to according to us, he he's a he's a forest ranger, lives by himself with a giant axe. All right, Allahu Akbar, or as I like to say. You know, snack bar. Aloha snack bar. Yeah. Instead of salami and bacon, everyone, salami and bacon. Salami and bacon. All right. So I appreciate everybody listening. And, uh, you know, again, we drop a podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, we drop a podcast Monday through Friday. That means Sunday night into Monday morning uh, after 12 1 a.m. Uh, and then last one drops from Thursday night into Friday after 12 and 1 a.m., uh, both Eastern Standard Time. 
and uh, they last anywhere from an hour to two hours to three hours. We've even had one last over four hours, almost five hours. But those are rare because those are ridiculous. So that being said, if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on every podcast platform you can think of. All you have to do is type in conservative atheist. And when you see the clown face with the American flag circled around it, you've come to the right place. It's free to subscribe, but we do have a Patreon. And the Patreon gives you video podcasting. It gives you all sorts of uh, bonus material and merchandise and perks. And it starts out at $5 a month, which is pennies a day. And uh, it really is appreciated. We really do appreciate your support. Anything you can do for us to help us go on the show, keep going. The show going is really, really appreciated. We donate a lot of time to this and we do it. We put a lot of effort into it and it, it really would be appreciated if you could help us out, but no pressure uh, up to you. Either way, you can still listen to us for free on all the, all the podcast platforms. All right. Thanks for listening. One last thing before I let you go. Tonight, when you're laying flat on your back in your bed in the dark, staring up at the ceiling trying to drift off to sleep, I want you to repeat this mantra over and over and over again. Conservative atheist is always right. 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 Hey, conservative atheist? He's always right. And in the morning when you wake up, you're going to feel like a refreshed, renewed person. The sun is going to shine brighter. The air is going to feel crisper. The flowers are going to smell sweeter. And the birds are going to sing your name. And all will be right with the world. And if not, maybe you're some low-life scumbag wasting people's time with fake hate crimes because you want to play the victim and the hero at the same time causing problems for no reason. You know, some kind of crazy political agenda. And you need to knock that shit off and listen to more Conservative Atheist Podcast. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you, Knuckleheads, next time.